Niggas hate you, man. I'm going to watch that bitch. It's I already... Boy, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you stupid. My dumb ass looked too. I said, oh, hell no. Nah. Fuck no. I can't wait to crank this bitch. Battery dead as hell. I ain't fucked this bitch in two years. Oh, you charge that bitch up like a pencil. You got them just change the battery. This you shit follow. Hell no, nah, just change the battery. Oh, that's it? Oh. Mm-hmm. That bitch follow. But anyway, man, another episode of Sit Down with Slim. We got Mr. P. Wood, a.k.a. P. Nasty in the house. Already. What's going on, bro? I can't complain, man. How's uh, Labor Day weekend? Oh, man. I was on the grill all day. All day, (laughs) bro. Literally from like 1 to goddamn like 6, nigga. You picked the perfect time because it's about to storm. Exactly, bro. That's why I got on that shit early. Yeah. So, goddamn, get this shit out of the way. You see, I just got the call that the storm hit the Bahamas. What's the store name? Doria? Yeah, Dorian. Doria? Dorian. Oh, okay, okay. My guy down next door. Neighbor called that bitch Doria. Doria? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's Dorian. Oh, okay, okay. That bitch hit the Bahamas, bro. They said it's tearing shit up, too. I, if I was there, I'd be crying, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Like, I'd be like boo-hoo crying, bro. Not no, not no one tear. In yeah, that shit crazy. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, you ever got real drunk and woke up in the morning time and you still was drunk and then, like, like some small shit made you emotional? Yes, bro. Bro, that shit almost happened to me this morning. <laughs> what you did? What happened? Bro, I woke up in the hotel. I got now. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Why you was in the hotel, though? Because I was out of town. Okay, okay. Yeah. I woke up in the hotel. Goddamn. I turned on, I turned on the news. There was another shooting in Texas. I heard about that. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, damn, another shooting. And normally, I'm like, I feel like I'm desensitized to that shit. Like, right. whenever I see it, I'd be like, damn, another shooting. This time, I don't know what the hell was wrong with me, but I went on the internet and I started looking into it, and I seen a video. I seen a video of um, uh, the police killing Buddy, like right after he had killed somebody else. Oh, they showed it. Yeah, bro, somebody recorded that shit. Oh shit! Like they okay. recorded Buddy getting shot and him shooting somebody. Like he had shot somebody, and the police ran after him, and, and the police killed him. Did they? Okay, so they killed the suspect. Uh huh. Oh, okay, was he white? He doesn't like closer to you. What? Shit, guess. Take a guess. I was about to say if they killed him, I figured he black. Shit. Okay. Okay. Bro, black people don't do stupid shit like that. What I'm saying, but usually <laughs> when they kill the suspect, they always be black. When they let them live, yeah. They be taking the Burger King and shit. Nah. <laughs> Get a Popeye oh, you seen chicken that sandwich. Yeah. Bro, who the hell that was? They took the uh, uh what's his name? Oh man, the dude. Oh shit. Damn. It's the dude that killed the guys in the church. Yup, Dylan Roof. Yeah, Dylan Roof, yeah. He yeah. took him to Burger King, bro. Got a junior whopper and shit. Mm-hmm. Ten piece. Another shot, man. Yeah, yeah, bro. We sponsored by Bombay. <laughs> and Popeyes. That's right. Mm. This nigga taking these damn double shots. I can't fuck with him. Man, Bombay my shit, man. But yeah, bro. Another goddamn shooting. I'm desensitized to it, to be honest with you. For real? So I you feel, feel like the same way. And then this one, like, I feel like it's fucked up because the first thing I started thinking when I seen it, I was like, I was like, well... At least this one only had five killed and 20 injured. Right. And then I'm thinking, like, damn, one is a lot. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, if you kill one person, you're supposed to feel some kind of way. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it, it just happens so much. Like, when my mom told me about it, I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then I went back to the grill, bro. And then I, when I stepped outside, I was like, damn, like, somebody really had another mass shoot. And, like, I shouldn't feel this way. Yeah. But I do. And, um, I mean, that's... 
I don't know. Something got to change, bro. I ain't I ain't trying to sound like Charlemagne the God, but I think that shit gives us some some like form of PTSD too. Yep. Like we get so used to it, we wake up every day. The news the news really fucks us up bad. Right. Like I was telling you right before we start recording, when uh my homeboy texted me talking about the, uh the hurricane hit the Bahamas. Instantly, I'm thinking like, damn, what have got them? You know that shit hit where my homeboy was at. Right. Bro, you watch the news too much, bro? That should have had you thinking all kind of crazy shit. Like, when we was young and our parents would hear an ambulance and call you and be like, where you at? Exactly. <laughs> like, now you hear an ambulance, you just move out the way and keep your day going, bro. Like, you don't care what happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Unless it affects at home. But sometimes when it affects home, you still be iffy a little bit, man. Exactly. Like, so you need that finalized proof even when it hit home. So, I mean, it's affecting the whole country in a major way, in my opinion. Yeah, dog. You think, um, cause I was I was hearing them talk about it on the news. You think they should take guns away? It's too late. That's how I feel too. It's too late. I mean, New York, the strictest state in this country that you know they have the strictest gun play law. around, right? You no know, gun in New automatic, York. but people still do. You seen Sebastian Telfair at court yeah, for his gun case? Bro, come Nigga, on tell now. me that shit wasn't sad as hell, bro. Bro, like, dude was like supposed to be LeBron James. He was supposed yeah. to be like his protege. You know, they came in, what, same year? Mm-hmm. So now he about to go to jail for, what, two, three years? And look at LeBron, like a mogul. That nigga was in that bitch crying, screaming, talking about he was fighting for his freedom. I, I'll be crying too, though. Yeah. <laughs> nigga, I got emotional watching that video. Right, bro. I was like, like bro, you had all this crazy, money, bro. bro. Like, you was going crazy in the league. Like, you mm-hmm. was the man in high school. Damn, homie. <laughs> in high, high school, school you was, was the man, man, homie. That shit fucked up, bro. Like, when I saw that shit, I was like, bro, this shit ain't real, bro. But then they showed that court flick, bro, and I was like, oh, okay. This nigga yeah. about to get locked up. He about up, to go, bro. Up, it's crazy, too. Like, I was thinking about it. I was watching Meek Mill's documentary. And um, I just, I, I don't know, bro. Like, they had showed a scene of, like, him in prison. And I just was thinking, like, man, think about it. This nigga's a multimillionaire, and he's in prison. He used to waking up every day getting room service. Right. And now he waking up to some cold-ass trades every day. Exactly, That shit bro. weird as hell, it's bro. weird, bro. But, I mean... Especially for some dumb shit. That nigga been on probation for eleven years, bro. Just got off. Um, the case just got. Uh, I think he. Uh, they dropped it down to something else, and he pled guilty, and they gave him time served like a couple days ago. But at the same time, bro, like even if he was just like a regular schmegler dude, bro, he would still be on probation. Bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that just shows you where the country is when it comes to. Bro, it reminds me of. Um, I remember. Uh, I was on probation for a long ass time. When I was 17, I had got arrested for uh, possession with intent of marijuana. Mm. And um, what happened? What happened? What I end up doing? Oh, so I was on probation for a couple months. I ended up moving to Kentucky in the middle of the probation. Mm. So probably about two or three months, I was um, I was you know just sending the money, and I had to call in every day. Well, Christmas time came, and I ain't had no money, so I sent him half of the money. Mm-hmm. And she called me back and was like, oh, yeah, you got to go take a drug test and uh, get the people at the lab to email me the results. I was dirty as hell anyway, yeah, so yeah. I just was on some shit like, man, shit, we ain't got no labs out here. And she was like, oh, you got to go to Louisville. Louisville was an hour away. So I just said, fuck it. I just stopped answering the calls. Moved back to, um, moved back to Georgia like two years later. End up getting pulled over like on some on some random shit, like a tent violation. And I got pulled over by the K9 unit. Mm-hmm. Cause I ain't gonna flex, I was gonna run. 
But when I seen the goddamn the, the little dog symbol on his car, I was like, hell no, nah, that nigga released that dog. That's my ass, boy. <laughs> Get your ass next Friday, bro. What? Get by that pit bull. So uh so I end up I, I end up going back for a violation. And then um when I had got out, they put me back on probation. Now this time I'm on probation, you know, this is a couple years after the charge. Like literally at the time I got the I got the charge, I was 17. So then at 20, um, yeah, so now I'm 20 and I'm back on probation. Mm-hmm. Man, this probation was strict as hell, bro. They made me do all this community service, which I ain't do. I got somebody to write it off for me. I ain't gonna say in flex. I ain't never did an hour of community service before. Yeah. I always get people to write it off for yeah. me. Cause that shit is annoying, bro. Nigga gotta go work. So you telling me I gotta pay you two hundred dollars a month and I gotta goddamn make some time to do this? Work for free. Yeah, hell no, nah, I'm not Slavery. doing that shit. Yeah. But uh the biggest thing they made me do that got on my fucking nerves. I had to go to these fucking NA meetings, bro. Okay. And I guess since I had violated, mm-hmm. like I couldn't just go to like the NA meetings, the free ones, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't I couldn't go to narcotics uh anonymous. I had to goddamn go to a program. Yeah. Like a drug program. Right. Bruh. So at this time in my life, I didn't even drink. I wasn't smoking. I had stopped smoking like a year before that. Yeah. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't doing shit but working every day. So you so, clean. Yes, bro. So I'm in this program, clean as fuck. Like, I don't do shit, bro. I probably drank like once a week, maybe once every other week. Right, right. So I'm just sitting there just looking stupid, bro. And all these addicts in there like pouring their, their hearts out and shit. And then on top of that, I'm paying $35 a class and I had to go to 12 You was what, 19, 20? Yep. So that's a chunk of change for a 19, 20 year old, bro. I'm paying, I'm paying 200 a month for probation. Uh, I'm paying for that class, and then it was something else I had to pay for it too. All that, bro, just for getting caught with some weed, bro. And weed is damn near legal, right? It's a money scheme now. They don't even have fines anymore. For I mean, they have fines, but it's not like you can't get jail time. I was um shit uh this morning when I was on the way back in town. I was hearing I was hearing some state just decriminalize it basically and it's like it's fifty dollars for less than an ounce and two hundred dollars for more than an ounce. Really? Yeah, I'm like, bro, that's damn near legal. They might as well make it illegal. Isn't that, that, that here that in Georgia? Isn't it like um, that here? I think so. Yeah. Like they just made that law. So shit, if I was a big ass pot here, bro, I got them go to the courthouse. The one down. Yeah. And just say, I got but you know the crazy people. thing, we was just talking about it's all about money. The crazy thing about it is, I think I think they're gonna try to like basically eliminate the marijuana industry. Like once it comes legal everywhere, I think they're gonna sell it out of like CVSs and shit like that right. to try to tax it even more and, water and just eliminate everybody else. But see, the crazy part is how they're doing marijuana here. They're doing the same thing to cocaine in Mexico. Yeah, that's true. Mexico, but you know, Mexico is a, I ain't gonna call it no trash country, but I mean, they got some issues. Exactly. <laughs> the, the cartel is definitely running that country. I mean, I, you know, it is what it is. Speaking of that, though, but now, you know, you got your degree, Georgia Southern. Yeah. All that shit, man. GSU alum. You yeah, know, you, know. you know. Shout so, out Georgia Southern. I was, exactly. I was uh, pulling for them to win yesterday. Well, I mean, did that game happen? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, nigga said, did that game happen? Shouts out to my boys, but Georgia uh, State won though. Yeah, they did. That they shit did. crazy, ain't right, bro? I ain't even that shit that. shot bro. the hell out of me. Right, right. I had to play that shit back. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Who? They be who? Yeah, bro. I was looking at that shit, bro. Um, matter of fact, I was with some old heads uh, last night, and one of them said that his son was trying to go to Tennessee, 
And he was like, man, I'm gonna have to call my son and tell him, like, man, you don't, you know, you don't want to be no loser, man, like, because <laughs> I think he wanted his son to go somewhere else, like Valdosta or something. Oh, okay, no, I, I'll go to Tennessee. Vanderbilt, I meant Vanderbilt. Oh, okay, nah, I think I'll still go to Tennessee. Tennessee, or Vandy. yeah, or Vandy. He don't want him to. He don't want him to. Talking oh. about, uh, they some losers now. Shit. <laughs> They some high profile losers go get you a degree from Tennessee. You good, boy? Yeah. But hell yeah, like I'm surprised that Georgia State beat Tennessee like that, man. Thirty, what thirty eight, thirty something like that, man. Yeah, uh, they beat them by six points. I think it was was it twenty to twenty six or thirty to thirty six? I think it was thirty eight thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. something like that. It was either six or eight points. I can't even remember, bro. It's still not the real GSU, though. Nah, not at all. No. I want to make sure we throw that yeah, out exactly. there, dog. We got to throw that out there. They're not the real GSU. Georgia Southern is forever the real yeah. GSU. That's the real school. You going See, to homecoming? Uh, nah. I ain't been to homecoming a minute. Last month with the homecoming, I got way too drunk. I said, I'm, a, yeah. uh, I'm just going to chill. <laughs> I had a mentee down there, bro. He ain't down there no more. So I'm like, nah, I'm, yeah. I'm good, bro. I think last year I went was 2015. Well, no, I think I went like 16. Yeah, like it was that. 15 or 16. I think I seen you last time I went. I think that was the last year I went. When I yeah, I did it. see you. We yeah, was all yeah. at uh at uh, Kelsey's spot. Yeah. Kelsey and Jamal. That was the last year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the last time I went, too. I had fun that year, though. It bro. was fun, though. I was wilding like hell, but If I go back, bro, they got so many cheap bars and cheap drinks. Yeah. For real? I mean, they got I had some. I had some young kids tell me that Georgia Southern boring now. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, if I go back now, it'll be Nats. And then Elson, and that's all I need. Yeah. Elson still up? I think. Oh. <laughs> Man, you I know hope. shit changing in Statesboro so much, dog. Right. I mean, but it's growing so fast, it's like every time you go down there, you're like, damn, I'm like, what is this? Mm-hmm. What is happening? They got the Chick fil A and what is Zaxby's? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, Didn't somebody tell me that that the founders of uh Zaxby started down in Statesboro? That's what I heard. I think it's true because you know they got uh what building is that? It might be the business building. They got that big ass like wall full of uh the the oh, Zaxby yeah, founders. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that is true, dog. And they got one the same thing for the Chick Fil A. Yep, yep, okay, yep, yep, okay, yep. Yeah, yeah. So it might be. I mean, I just know that Zaxby's tastes different in states, bro. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was bro, just me, no, dog. Bro, it's like, I feel bro. I feel the same way about Popeyes, bro. Like certain Popeyes you go to, Popeyes be trash. different, bro. Yeah, some of them you be like, damn, bro. Like people always ask me, is the Popeyes better in Louisiana? I'm like, hell oh, yeah, yes, bro. They, and they that got the red beans and rice. Hell yeah, like, they make from scratch. Yeah, every that day. should be fresh as hell, bro. bro. Like you be about to cry. I be about to cry when I hear that shit, bro. I taste it, bro. I was about to cry out. You got me thinking. I kind of, you know, I kind of missed that little college lifestyle. I ain't had too much shit to worry about. Even though, you know, I thought life was stressful then, but shit totally different now. Whole nother ball game. Like, Bill's different now, bro. Bill's Hell hit yeah. different now, boy. Bro, last night when I was um when I was around those old heads, bro, that shit had me thinking all kind of shit with life, bro. Like, I, dog, I literally was around them from, like, probably, like, 11 or midnight and then i stayed up till like three o'clock in the morning bro just drinking they had they had two big ass half gallons of hennessy and they had two goddamn fifths of pure white hennessy watch out bro bro i was just up there drinking with them all night listening to them just talk about life bro that shit had me thinking about all kind of shit bro hell no bro i was thinking all kind of shit like bro um one of the biggest things i was thinking about i was like you know how old you is 28 28. I'm, I'm 29. I'm about to be 30 in June. And I'm thinking like, damn, I'm about to be 30. You know, I pretty much said fuck a career and I went into entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So it's like, 
I ain't even got a day until a retirement yet. And they were just sitting over there talking about the retired life. But as they start talking about the retired life, I ain't going to lie. Me personally, that shit sounded like hell. Right. Exactly. It didn't sound like it a good life, bro. Cool. It never sounds cool yeah. when they explain it. It's like they stop working and then they have nothing to do. Yeah. Like they don't do anything. They literally get up. Oh, they got to go to the grocery store. Man, one of them, dog, one of them told me straight up. He was like, he was like, man, I wake up. I wake up at like 11 o'clock. I watch some military uh, show. He was like, I watch the military show by noon. He was like, you know, I scramble some eggs, maybe a little bacon, and uh, I crack open that bottle of Hennessy. So you just drink every day? Every day. Just go crazy? Every day. Every day. Bruh, one of them <laughs> one of them was a drunk. You could tell he was a drunk. The rest of them, you could tell they just casually sip. Like, they right, probably right. had, like, a glass every day, maybe yeah. two glasses. Nah, he killing the fifth every day. Yeah, the drunk, <laughs> though, you can tell he, like, he's smashing out, bro. Nah. And I'm just like, bro, that don't sound like the light, bro. Because for it me, don't. dog, it's like one of them things, like, I feel like how Wayne feel about rapping. Like Wayne was like, he'll never retire. He'll he'll retire out when he die out. Yeah. That, that was a line he had. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way. Like I want to be doing something that I can do forever. And I think they kind of got it too because they were talking about how their all their wives still work. Okay. And one of them said straight up because he was in the uh, in the army. He said straight up. He said um, he said the reason why his wife still works and he doesn't is because he never had a job that he enjoyed, but his wife enjoys his job. Mm. I mean, enjoys her job. So. That's deep. I though. feel that. Yeah, That's you deep. gotta have something you're passionate about that you right. do every day. Even if it starts as a hobby, and then at the end of the day, if it makes you that stream of income that you can support yourself, and I say go for it. Yeah. Even if it don't give you as much money as your career, but if it brings you some kind of happiness to the point where you can take care of yourself and your family and you love doing it, I think in the long run, you'll end up making more money doing that than that job will ever pay you. Yeah. It's really it's really about finding something that, that uh, satisfies you. But it's hard now, man. Like, we yeah. millennials, like, our lives are different than our parents' and our grandparents' lives. Like, See, I agree. And how I feel, I feel like our parents had to, like, do these jobs that they didn't necessarily like. Right. You know what I'm saying? But for us, we, we actually have more of a advantage than them and that's why we're creating all these entrepreneurs and all these creatives. Right. Right. But they don't understand that yet. Some of them do, but they don't understand as much as we do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree. See, I'm lucky to have a mom that completely understands. Like my mom told me like at a young age too, she told me like she was like, Baby, I'm gonna be honest with you because uh my mom is uh a former army. My mom always told me never join the army and she said, if you do join the army, get what you can out of it and get out. Yeah. And she was like, most importantly, like by the time she feels like by the time we're older, um, retirement ain't going to be shit. So she, uh, she feels like her retirement ain't shit already. But when we're older, our shit really ain't going to be shit. So she like, it, it really ain't worth it. Like she like, get your money while you can now uh, put into your own retirement. And then, you know, when you get old, just chill. I right. feel the same way about it, bro. That's that's exactly how I feel about it. Like, my dad, he's an entrepreneur. He has a barbershop. Mm-hmm. So he pretty much always instilled in me, you know, find something you love to do and just go for it. Yeah. So, I mean, he he had a little factory job, like, before I was born and whatnot. And then shortly after I was born, he just uh, opened a barbershop and he just took forth from there. And then, like, when it came to me getting jobs and stuff like that, he just always said, Find something you love to do and 
that'll satisfy you more than just making a dollar. Yeah, so you got the entrepreneurship in your blood. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's absolutely. destined for you to be an entrepreneur. Uh, You're an engineer, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. So what made you want to like jump on entrepreneurship? I think it's always been in my blood. Like I just think that I just love to create. Like I never did it for like a monetary value or like I can get famous or rich off this or this and that. I just love to create. I just love to see new things come about. And then I love to work around creatives. Yeah. Like I love to be around people who love to be see things come to fruition. You know what I'm saying? They think about something, then they not scared to make it happen. See, a lot of people are scared to make things happen that they think about. And that's what draw a lot of people back. So I think everybody have like entrepreneurship in them, but a lot of people are scared to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So if I'm enabled myself to be around the people that are not scared, or even if I'm around those people who are scared and kind of talk them out of that fear, and that makes me happy. Because that, you know, two brains are always more powerful than yeah, one, I in agree. my opinion. And um, I'm going to be honest, when y'all came to me with the idea, uh, and we're going to talk about that in a second, but when y'all came to me with the idea, you know, I was all for it, but I'm used to dealing with people that's like talk about ideas and they ain't really fucking with it. Right, but right. when I seen you the other night and, and you had you had gear already made, I was like, oh yeah, this nigga's ready. Right, <laughs> so right. I'm all the way down for it. Right. But explain to the people about uh um No Direction. So No Direction, as you see, we have like the merchandise and stuff already made. We have the samples and stuff already curated. It's basically a... Uh, a lifestyle brand that leaves no direction in what we're trying to do. So we're limitless. So if we just want to make merch or we want to do like, you know, music festivals or we want to do like parties or we want to do anything, podcasts like like we're doing today, it just leaves our creative abilities limitless. And I think that's a dope thing because it just brings so many people together. It brings so many ideas together that you know, that you probably would never see mesh before. Because if yeah. you're just strictly doing clothes, then you're just going to have people who want to do clothes with you. But if you leave it open to just like a lifestyle curator, you're going to leave it limitless to anything. Like, you're going to like have people come to you who like to do podcasts, who, you know, like to do parties, who like to do merchandise, you know, and then we can all put our brains together and just always come up with dope shit. So basically, uh, just a whole movement. It's just a whole movement, you know. See, and I'm um, down for that. You know what I'm saying? I hate to use the word culture because it seems like everybody using the word culture. So I just culture like, and mental health. Yeah, culture, <laughs> mental health. Like this for the culture. Everybody's saying that, and I don't think we're necessarily for the culture. I just necessarily think we like to do dope shit. Like yeah. we we like to do shit that we don't see that's happening too funny. And we like to make it happen. Like, we're not scared to just jump forward and make shit happen. See. You know, like, we, you know, like, producers, people who do music, all that. We can jump into that mainstream as well and make something dope happen. We can use their minds and we can use our minds and make something cool as fuck happen. And that's why I thought of No Direction. Because there is no direction. And I didn't know... Initially, when I came in with the name, I didn't know which direction I wanted to go in. So then I was like, fuck, no direction. Yeah. You know See, I really fuck with the name because that's kind of how I view my 
uh, my whole business. Like, I literally came into it with no fucking direction at all. Yep. And when I first started out, I'm just going to podcast. Right. Uh, I did my first podcast for like three months, and then I had got a camera. As soon as I got the camera in my hand, I was like, oh, I can do whatever the fuck I want to with this damn camera. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I ain't going to lie. It wasn't as easy as I thought it was going to be, though. Like, photography, it took me a little minute. When I first got that into it, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. That shit looked tough, though. Like, Bruh. I see people doing it, and I'm like, fuck. Bro. I thought it was just, like, point and shoot type shit. I ain't know you had to, like, get into all the shit you got to get into. Like, now that I know, I'm like, Ugh. Right, and it's so much different, like, shit you got to use with it, like, Illustrator, like, Photoshop, yeah. all kind of shit, videos type shit. I'm going to be honest, I suck with Photoshop. For like, real? I'm horrible, bro. Really? I recently got fine with it, bro. Bro, I rarely use Photoshop, and when I use Photoshop, it's only for easy things. Really? I use that shit every day now. For real? Yeah, I use that, and I use Illustrator all the time, like, Bro, I don't want to tell too many secrets, but I use I use a site called Canva. I heard of Canva, yeah. Yeah, I use Canva that because it's just easy, bro. See, that's like, what I was doing before I like got fired with like Illustrator and Photoshop, mm -hmm. and then I was like, man, if I want to take this shit kind of legit or serious, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. See, man. Photoshop just takes a lot of practice, bro, and everything that you do in Photoshop is real tedious. Mm -hmm. That's what bothers me. It's like, bro, I, I ain't gonna lie. Some days I sit at the computer all fucking day and edit shit, bro. And it literally drives me crazy. Like, I'll be like, bro, if I don't fucking go somewhere and see some kind of scenery, I'm going to go fucking crazy sitting in this fucking, this hot-ass room right here. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I'm the opposite, though. Like, yeah. as soon as I zone in to, like, Photoshop, Illustrator, stuff like that, I don't even think about time. Like, sometimes I'd be zoned in so much on, like, graphics and stuff I'm designing or whatever. Then I'll look, and I'm like, damn, it's, it's three hours later. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I'm like, I need to do something. Like, I need to go get a little Popeye's chicken sandwich. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, do, so I need to do something. Like, I need to get out the house. I need to, like, talk to somebody or mm -hmm. something. I went to Popeye's today, dog. They ain't got no more chicken sandwiches, though. Mm -mm. But them chicken fingers, though. That's what like, I got today, too. You got three pieces of five. I got a three piece, but they gave me fives. That's what, that's what I be doing, too. Like yeah. that's, that's the jewel. I, I fuck with Popeye's, That's bro. the jewel, bro. That's Order the, the three-piece, and then they will always give you the five-piece. Bro, um, I said I wasn't talking about Popeye's no more, but I got to, bro. Right. So today, as soon as I pull into town, too, as soon as I, as soon as I get off I-20, I jumped on I, I jumped on uh in the suicide lane, went into Popeye's. Uh, of course, they was out of chicken sandwiches. I, I ain't give a fuck. Ordered my food, got to the front, and I was like, damn, this. This experience is just going way too good. Like it seemed like Popeye stepping up their customer service. Yeah. Right when I was about to pull off, I was like, "Oh, can I get some barbecue sauce?" They were like, "We're actually out of everything except uh, <laughs> except uh, Cajun Ranch." And I was like, oh, "Okay, but now fire, now though. this feels like home." <laughs> but the Cajun Ranch is fire though. What yeah, that shit okay, was hitting. Okay, I ain't okay, gonna lie, okay. that shit was hitting. All right, all right. But I was like, "Man, this shit just going way too good." I feel like I'm at Chick Fil A when they said they was out of all sauces. I was like, "Okay, even this is this is the Popeyes I know right here." <laughs> I just I I just felt good. I like Popeyes is back to normal, bro. So which one you normal. like better, bro? The Popeyes or the Chick Fil A sandwich? Uh, Popeyes, of course. Oh, you like the better? Yeah. Okay. Bro, Popeyes is the goat, dog. I'm gonna be honest. I don't I don't too much like eat chicken sandwiches like that. Mm -hmm. But if I'm eat the chicken sandwich, it'll be that Popeyes. That Popeyes. Like Popeyes got the right amount of grease, the right amount of juice. It got the spices. That Chick Fil A shit. Chick Fil A just tastes like food to me, bro. Right. Like right. on top of that, it tastes like cafeteria food because. Um, I went to Greenbrier High School and they used to serve uh Chick-fil-A chicken sandwiches every Friday. At the games and stuff or just nah, at, at lunch? 
For real? Yes, bro. But see, that's that Columbia County shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what it is, bro. <laughs> see, that's me. That's what it is. I was in Richmond County. I was in the country, bro. I was in Hillsborough. Yeah. So, you know, we, we just had the generic ass county chicken sandwiches, bro. You but went to Cross Creek? I went to Hillsborough. Oh, Hillsborough. Yep. So, the key was, bro, miss a goddamn ranch with the ketchup, bro. <laughs> that sounds that bitch, nasty that, as fuck. That bitch tastes like Zat sauce, boy. Y'all bro, try that shit. you put ketchup on your eggs? Nah, I put hot sauce on it sometimes. Or salsa. Okay, salsa ain't bad. Salsa, hot sauce. Because you talking about mixing ranch and ketchup, talking about it tastes like, uh, what you said it tastes like Zach sauce? Zach sauce, bro. Try that shit now, bro. Try that That shit now. That shit sounds nasty, bro. Them (laughs) shit don't even sound like they go together, That shit was good, bro. I don't know. We were just hungry. I mean, we were what, 17? Bro, you must have been pregnant or something, bro. I must have been, bro. (laughs) I must have had a secret baby out there when I was 17, but... (laughs) That shit was good though. Like Hell no. we had a little spicy sandwiches on Fridays. We ain't had no Chick Fil A, but we had a little county sandwiches. Like we was in prison, but it was good. School lunch is fucking disgusting. I think that's one of my like worst horror stories about high school. The school lunches. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty much the worst thing. Yeah, like yeah. Now that I think back on it, like because <laughs> we had some bullshit, bro. Bruh, um, how you feel about high school though? Are you one of them people that like love high school and like reminisce on it, like with your friends and shit? Or because I, I don't give a fuck about no high school. I, like if somebody come to me and talk about it, then I'm down to talk about it. I didn't have like a bad experience in high school. Like I wasn't like you know I didn't hate going to school and shit like that. Like I enjoyed my four years yeah. in high school. It's just you know, um, but shit. Like, I've been out of high school 10 years now. So, it's like, I'm not trying to talk about high school yeah. glory days. I see people all the time. They want to bring it up every day. And I'm like, come on, That's bro. how I feel, too, bro. Like, when my homeboys be sitting around talking about stuff that happened in high school and stupid shit we did that they think is still cool. Right. I be like, hey, bro, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a grown-ass man now. And most of that shit I did back then, I don't want nobody who doesn't know already exactly. to know. Exactly. Because that trying, shit was ignorant. Exactly. <laughs> that shit was ignorant. It's, it's not some shit I'm trying to do today. But I Hell mean, nah. you know, if I'm talking about it with the people that I did the shit with, yeah. you know, if it's like a reunion or something, or we just go out and have some drinks or whatever, go out to eat. You went to your 10-year uh, reunion? We actually having it in October. It's my 10-year this year. Oh, you going? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm That's what's up, man. bro. I had to hesitate. I mean, I, I mean, cause I want to see the people, like. Bro, mine was last year, and um, well, actually, uh, I had two. <laughs> I got one this year, and I had one last year, cause uh, I was supposed to graduate from Greenbrier in two thousand and eight, but I told you I had ended up going to jail, yeah. and when I got out, school was basically almost over, cause I went like the beginning of December, so that means I basically missed that whole semester. Okay. Then when I got out, it was like almost May, so I missed okay. that semester too, and um. Yeah, so they they actually invited me to that reunion, and then um, I moved to Kentucky after that and I actually finished high school in Kentucky. Okay. So they sent me the invite for that one this year, and I'm not going to neither one. <laughs> Why, bro? Like- <laughs> bro, I feel like I feel like um, re- uh, high school reunions is basically a look at me and where I'm at in life right now thing. That's all it is. And that's what I hate, bro. I hate when I ain't seen somebody in a long time and they be like. Slim, what's up, man? So, what do you do? And I always be like, nigga, chilling. Like, bro, I don't fucking know you, my nigga. What the fuck I look like telling you right. all my business and shit? Right, right. I see where you're coming from. I mean, yeah. that's all it is, though. But, I mean, you know, you know, it helps with such a small town. Yeah. I mean, we, 
Yeah, for, we, yeah, we close see, there, for like, you, it's probably it's probably a lot of people you grew up with and shit. That's right, like right, with your school known and stuff like yeah. that. So it's basically just a quick link up, get drunk, turn up. Cause I think it's homecoming. I don't even know. Yeah, I gotta look again, but I think it's like homecoming weekend or whatnot that we're gonna do our festivities. So I think it's just gonna be like a quick meet and greet. You know what's going on? What y'all got going on? Turn up. Yeah, it's gonna be nothing. Crazy. I doubt it'd be anything crazy. I'm not doing nothing crazy. <laughs> like, I don't, you know, dude, you know, I'm going to get mine in. And yeah, it'll probably just be a whole bunch of pictures taken and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's bro. it, bro. Be on Facebook, you know, show mama now. Yeah. yeah bro, so. But I don't, I don't like when people, like, get it confused. Like, they think, like, I don't like that dick measuring contest shit because, um, like, I'm insecure or something. It's not an insecurity. I'm actually happy where I am in life. But, uh... I just don't like sitting around trying to brag about shit or try to sell myself right, to someone. Right, right. Like that's just not my type shit. Exactly. Like, bro, I don't give a fuck about your approval, honestly. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm definitely not gonna do that. Like Hell no. You know, if you know me, you know me. If you don't, you don't. We're gonna keep it keep I it hate moving. being around people that's like that too. Like, bro, I'm pretty sure you got friends that's like this, like, uh, you'll meet them somewhere and they'll probably park somewhere in the back, but they'll keep trying to do weird shit to get you to see their car. <laughs> it's like, bro, I don't give a fuck about your car, bro. Hey, bro, I got drinks in the car. Where you trying to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You trying to go to the car? It's like, bro, I done seen, I done seen a million Mustangs, bro. <laughs> it's always like a simple ass sports car, a Mustang, or a Camaro, or a damn Charger. You know it's like, bro, I done seen a hundred of them. Like five hundred of these. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The you rims see, on you it. See, I got one. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You see how the ain't too much different between that Camaro and my Camaro right here, bro. Exactly, that bro. bitch ride like, the same, you know, bro. Doors open, it's all smooth. that, bro. I ain't gonna lie, I got into a little, a little, a little wreckage though, man. A rearview mirror came on, I had to take Damn, that bitch bro. to the shop. Hell yeah, what, yeah, what they talking about? Man, I don't know, man. I think they talking about they want like two Ford or something. <sighs> yeah, bro. That shit do say Ford on the back, bro. I was just playing that. Man, first. chill out, bro. That bitch say Capo. Yeah. See, you don't even know about that Capo, bro. They only make a hundred of them bitches a year. It's that Capo motherfucker. That bitch clean though. These bitches, these bitches run goddamn one fifteen, bro. Capo motherfucker. See that shit, bro. That shit, that shit sit pretty, bro. Yeah. That shit sit pretty. And for the people listening, I just got a a, a black Capo Camaro, man. Motherfuckers been you know hating and shit, but it's cool, man. Yeah, it's cool. Got that shit, bro. I'm, I'm more of a foreign vehicle guy bro yeah i see you like oddies and shit i do man like it's not even about the fact that i don't get it because it's like oh it's a foreign vehicle yeah I, I just never had a problem with a foreign vehicle like i've had domestic shits and then as i always had to i always had to get something worked on with them mm-hmm. like i always had to take that shit to the shop boy like i had to do something with it to get it adjusted to drive how I wanted to drive. I went foreign and it's like, I just drive that bitch, bro. Like, just do the regular maintenance and I'm good. I'm a American muscle type guy myself, dog. I like them, cause you feel them when you drive. Like, yeah. when, you, when you hit that gas, you feel it. But mm-hmm. that with the foreign, it's like, you hit it, you feel that glide into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you might be going to hunt it, but you don't feel it. With it's, the American, you feel that shit, like, you, that shit take you back. As man. far as cars go, dog, I think, I think, uh, Europeans just kind of mastered the car industry. That's really what happened, bro. Right. 
Like we were still we were still stuck on um impalas and shit over here right, in like right. the mid nineties and yep. they just went somewhere totally different like with their cars. Right. With with like BMW for instance and how they they were just way more far advanced as far as uh using electricity with cars than we exactly. were. Exactly. We were still on gas heavy. And they heavy. was getting into uh electricity. Electricity and diesel. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what they wanted. Like that's I guess they they had a bigger foresight. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even like the shapes and stuff of their cars, like back then, it was like drastically changing mm-hmm. as opposed to how our cars were. I'm still going American Muscle though, bro. You still gonna go with it? Like I, I still, I love Vets though. If I yeah, had yeah, to get yeah. a American Muscle, I want a Vet. I fuck with Vets, bro. Like they, they classic, bro. I even get an old Vet, like a '90s Vet, like a late '80s, early '90s, and just clean it up, have it all black. That'd be probably like my. Project. I like I like seventy three. I like the ones with like okay. a submarine back, yeah. bubbled off. I love I like them. That, I like that late eighties, early nineties model jump. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about the uh, Michael Knight. Yeah, Michael Knight. Michael had Knight. The, yeah. the lights flip up. Everything just yeah. go crazy. So. Them bitches is clean. That shit <laughs> made me think of that uh, that currency video. Oh yeah, yeah you know, oh, Larry you gotta... June. You heard of Larry June before? Uh uh-uh. uh. Get on Larry June, bro. He like a dude out from. Matter of fact, I have heard of him. Yeah, it's a dude out from San Francisco, and he has like a gray one with orange guts, and it's crazy. But it's music fire too. Yeah, like y'all get the chance if y'all listening, listening. But yeah, bro, let's jump back to entrepreneurship though. So like, how do you feel about entrepreneurship versus like nine to five work? Like once you get into like, like get um no direction established and it's off the ground, do you feel like you'll still stick to your nine to five? If it gets to where I vision it to be, then no. Like, I see... Would you want to give your job up, though? I love what I do, but at the same time, I think I love creating more. I think creating is, like, my passion that I want to do. What is it that you love about creating? Just seeing stuff that that I think about in my mind that might not be on the market or something that's, like, mine, and I draw it out and I mark it out and I go about the means of getting it made, like, from scratch. Mm -hmm. Like... And then seeing it visually made and being shipped to me and being in my hand and having that product and then giving it out to people or shipping it off to people and having them feel connected to it, like just putting the plan into work satisfies right, you. Exactly. Bro, I'm gonna be honest, it's rare that you meet people that's that's like that. That's why I told you like I was I was super impressed when I seen you jumped on the on, on the merch that fast. Yeah. That's the type of person I am too. Like if I have something and it's stuck in my mind that that's what I wanna do, mm-hmm. oh I'm doing it. Right. Most people like they talk a good game, but they're not really about to do right. shit. Right. They don't they don't even I think a lot of people like I said before, I think a lot of people are just scared to do yeah, yeah, what yeah. their their mind is wanting them to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know whether it may not, they might not have the means for it or they just legitimately scared to do it. But I mean, even if I ain't have the means, I'm, I'll probably, if I love to create that much, I'll spend my last on creating cause, just because I love to see it out that much. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, that's what I did with this whole podcast, bro. Like, I literally dropped everything I was doing and just went to this dog. Right. And I got into photography, of course, too. Matter of fact, I never even told the story about like how I originally got into entrepreneurship, cause uh, um, you know I went to Georgia Southern. Right, right. When I finished Georgia Southern, 
I ain't gonna lie, bro. I was tripping like a motherfucker. Like, you know how you get your degree? You yeah, feel like you're doing something in yeah, life? Yeah, yeah. Bro, for like three months, I just was wilding. Like, I wasn't looking for no jobs. I was just wilding, bro. Like, <laughs> just chilling hard point, as hell. Yeah. yeah. So, um, eventually, I started doing reckless shit, and I needed some money. I was like, oh, time to get a job. So, I had I had moved to Atlanta, and um, I love telling this part of the story. Bro, I moved to Atlanta, and I had got on with this management program for Waffle House. Well, I'm working there, and I hated that shit, bro. I hated smelling like bacon. I do not like cooking food, period, bro. So uh, I'm sitting at Waffle House. This guy comes in, but this day I'm serving because as a manager, you had to do all, all positions okay. and shit. So I'm serving, and uh, he's talking to this Mexican girl that used to flirt with me uh, every day at work, and he's just asking her questions about me. I'm going to be honest. I'm thinking, buddy, gay. I'm like, man, this nigga gay as hell. Yeah. But then um, like, uh, he leaves. I open the door for him, and he gives me his card. He's like, hey, man, you know, um, I would like to meet with you. I work at Cracker Bear. I want to, you know, see if I can uh, if I can beat the pay that they're paying you. Bro, when I tell you this nigga finessed the shit out of me, bro. What he did? Bro, this nigga was like, yeah, we, we, uh, we need a position right now for uh, overnight cleaning. You know, uh, just uh, look out for me and do that for like a month. Then I'm going to get you into this, into this manager program. I'm going to pay you $2 more than, than, than the rest of the uh, trainers. I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Bro, I ended up working there for like four months, bro. Nothing, bro. I got nothing out of it. And one day, it was like after the holidays, bro. And this one, I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, bro. And and, and I just was done, bro. It was right after the holidays. Um, This nigga called me into his office. It was just me and him there. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning because I worked overnight. Nigga called me into his office, and then he went on this long-ass rant. And at the end of the rant, the nigga was like, I'm saying, bro, you know, um... You keep working hard, you know, you get better. He was like, because uh, you slacking right now. If you get better, you know, one day you can be like me. You can have a 745 on some, on some 24s, you know, you can be like me. Well, I snapped on that nigga. I said, why the fuck would I want to be like your puss ass, nigga? I was like, nigga, you think I come to work every day and look at you and be like, nigga, I'm motivated by you? I said, you a trash ass nigga, bro. Look at you. Nigga, you work goddamn 70 hours a week. You goddamn built bad. You got titties and shit. Nigga, what the fuck I want to goddamn be you for, nigga? Pussy ass little boy. Fucking 2008 745, nigga. I might want no damn 2008-745. Sit your bitch ass down. Did you walk out? Um, yeah, I walked out. I ain't quit. Oh. I walked out though. But shit. <laughs> I just left. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Pussy ass little boy. Bro, this nigga was so square, bro. And then it's funny, bro. Like, fast forward. Um, so I ended up moving back to Augusta. I ended up getting a cleaning business because I was my, my mom was set. I was done. I, I flew to Texas right after that conversation. Was talking to my mom's. I was like, Mom, you know, I'm about to get my own business. I ain't I ain't with this working for people and people talking down on me shit. So now let's fast forward. I got my cleaning business. Shit is going good. I'm making good money. Uh, I moved one of my homeboys in with me because I get the crib. Move move one of my homeboys in with me. He moves from states, bro. He comes up here. He's working. He's selling cars. I buy a car from his dealership. We get to the dealership because they fucked the car up. We get to the dealership. It's me, my homeboy, and his manager in the office. His manager started, like, like snapping on him, like, man, you know, same shit Buddy was saying. Like, you know, you want to be like me. You know, you got to stand on your gun, stop promising customer shit. And woo, woo, woo. I just looked at my homeboy and my homeboy and say shit. When that nigga got off work that night and we got to the crib, I said, bro, not only do you not let people talk to you, you damn sure don't let no fucking white man talk to you like he your fucking daddy, nigga. Like you a slave and he your goddamn slave master. Mm -hmm. I was like, bro, you got to want more out of life, nigga. Exactly. 
Exactly. Like, that's my whole thing when it comes to entrepreneurship, bro. I just want to be able to control what the fuck I do. I'm going to be honest, that shit just feel good as hell to wake up when the fuck you want to and just handle your business, bro. Right. It just does. Exactly. Be self-motivated. Uh, exactly. And that's the thing that a lot of people are scared of, just that that, uh, that uncertainty. You know, when you have a nine to five, when you sign your contract, oh, okay. It's what security. They pay me. You know, like, okay, this what this what I'm going to get. You know, yeah. I'm going to get, you know, Ten dollars an hour, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm gonna work these little forty hours a week, make this ten dollars an hour. Boom, that's what I'm gonna get. When you want to do stuff on your own, you gotta be self motivated to grind and get this money. And you might make that whole week of that whole week of pay from your nine to five in one day, but you yeah. don't know that. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? It's gonna be days Until you where take you do that chance. exactly. And then and the thing is, I never wanted to be like. 60 years old and then looking back saying dang what if i did this that's my that's my biggest thing is right. i tell people all the time like let's say me doing this podcast shit and this photography shit doesn't work out um 10 years from now yeah let's say 10 years from now it doesn't work out i'll be all right bro you know what i'm saying i'll right. figure it out on top of it i'm just a natural born hustler so i'm gonna right. figure it out but i'm not gonna dwell myself on it because i know i tried and, and I never have to live the rest of my life saying, like, you know, damn, what if? Right. Like, nah, I tried that. Exactly. You know, it's, and once you have that self-gratification that you tried it, it's going to make you want to try something else. You know, mm-hmm. you're not going to be scared to try nothing else. And you never know, like, the most successful people have been through the hardest turmoils, like yeah. Steve Jobs, you know what I'm saying, people like that. Like, they went through hell just to get their billions or their yeah. millions or anything. So, they probably failed more times than we can even imagine. Yeah. But you only see where they at now. Like, you only see when they made billions. But you don't see how many times they got bounced back when they lost millions. And those are the type of people that motivate me. Like a like a Gary V or, um, what's the lady name? The uh, author of Harry Potter? Oh, man. Um, J.K. Rowling. Yeah, J.K. Rowling. J.K. Yeah. Rowling. Yeah. Yeah, Rowling. Um. People like that motivate me, bro. And it's like, they all say the same thing. They're like, when you, like, whenever they're speaking to someone that's in their 20s, they're like, oh, you're young as hell. Like, you know, right. you ain't gonna figure it out till you're in your 30s. Right. At least, at least mid-30s. Right. And it's like, I feel that shit, because, like, at this age, you are supposed to try shit and figure some shit out. Like, mm-hmm. trying to be safe, that shit, it, it just ain't worth it, dog, because you never know what the hell can happen. What right. can come from just putting yourself out there and trying some shit. And there's so many people out here, man, that's just doing the work and just sad. You know what I'm saying? Like Giving their whole life to make somebody else rich. Right. Like, you wake up sad. You you go to work. You driving mad. And then, <laughs> you, and then you get off and you pissed off again. You you know, you got to go get a drink or something. Like, yeah. After spending the duration, like, most of your day in one spot. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. If it's, if you're 9 to 5 is something you love to do and it's a passion, then I'm... Yeah, yeah. Like... That's how it. I feel, too. But... I honestly feel like whatever you do in life, you just have to make sure you're satisfied with it. Like me, like I got homeboys that, you know, they make six figures, but they work 70 hours a week. And it's Mm -hmm. like, bruh, that shit just ain't worth it to me. If you break down the hours Mm -hmm. and then the commute. How much you really make, all all the time you putting in. And then on top of that, like, on top of that, it's like um, you have what – seven or 14 vacation days a, a year and you don't take any of them when right. you finally do take your vacation days you're so damn tired from working that you sleep yeah you just want to sleep and just yeah. be in the house the whole time right. and 
that's just not life. Nah, I, that life ain't for me, though. Man, I had a, I ain't gonna lie, I had a job, man, where, you know, I was making great money, but I was working, like you said, 70, 75 hours a week, just going ham. Mm-hmm. And then my commute was crazy. Like, I was, you know, driving, you know, 45 miles to work, you know, each way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'll get up at like four and I won't get back to the crib to like, seven eight o'clock p.m you know what i'm saying monday through saturday and then by the time you you know sunday hit you just sleeping you know yeah. you're making all this money but it's like you can't spend none of you can't do time nothing. just going by that's yeah, all you're doing it's just become a routine just going by. you just feel like a zombie because then there'll be some mornings i wake up i go to work and then i was like dang bro how i get to work like <laughs> Like, you really be that tired. It's the same shit yeah, every day. It's, it's a cycle. And then, you know, you, you get into the money hit your account, and then you see the money hit your account, and it's like a gratification of, like, 10 minutes. You're like, oh, okay, I got this bread. And but you're going right back to work. So you don't even think about it. Bro, so I was so unhappy. You know I think saying? about, like, whenever I see people that do live like that and that's their lifestyle, I think about – my baby brother, he used to love uh, the Powderpuff Girls. I don't know why the fuck he liked that show so much, but he loved that show. And one episode I seen, it was this guy, of course he was the villain, and he woke up every day, and uh, he did the same shit every day. Woke up, brushed your teeth, got in his car, went to work, mm-hmm. uh, had a badass day at work. He like, I think he worked at a factory or some shit, or he bagged groceries or some dumb shit like that. Came home mad as hell. One day he just fucking slipped down and was like, fuck this shit, and turned into a super villain. And I think about that episode all the time when I think about, like, people just being robots and just doing routine shit every day. Oh, it's it's going to be uncomfortable when you when you first start, like, doing something you really like to do. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be comfortable at all. But Oh, yeah. Entrepreneurship is scary, bro. Like, I remember every time, like, I was just the brokest I've ever been. Like, I, I'm going to be honest. Right now, my life is the brokest I've been right now. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, I remember right when I first started my first cleaning business, I was real broke, bro. And I was trying to hustle up every dollar I could. So when I finally got the money to get the business, it was rough. I ain't see a check. I ain't see a check for like my first four and a half months. Really? Not one check. Four and a half months. So it was like a lump sum when you got it like that? My first check was $17. After that four months? Mm Mm-hmm. But then it started rolling in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then my second check probably was like $600. Then my third check was was nice real okay, nice okay. but yeah so basically i ain't i ain't really get paid for six months bro i was i was with a, a cleaning franchise called jam pro and okay. um you know you basically got to put the work in and after you get done you know paying everything you got to pay at the end of it of course you don't make no money for a couple months right but you know once i finally got the ball rolling i was good but it was rough bro but it was damn sure worth it i can definitely say that you got to figure out that that stilo man you got to always find your your swag yeah and that's how you end up getting the bucks i mean it, well i guess i mean with any entrepreneurship you're gonna be you know just you don't know it's mm-hmm. a fear of the unknown and i think that's why a lot of people don't do it you know just like now i'm uh i'm doing this photography and uh and uh videography work um it was real slow i'm gonna be honest it was slower than the cleaning business it's starting to get rolling now mm-hmm. but it's slow, bro. It's a grind. I'm growing right now, though, and I got a lot more stuff I got to do, but it's rough. I see why people be scared, bro, because, like, if you don't have to put yourself through this, you probably don't want to, but me, I feel like I have to. <laughs> right. 
just for what I want out of life. Like I told you, uh, the old guys last night, I just know that's not the life for me right there. Right. And I don't blame them. They're happy with what they do. But me personally, like the military life and the retirement life, just chilling, doing nothing, that's not for me. Like when I'm their age, I still want to be doing photography. Be grinding, doing something. Yeah. Like I still, like that's what I want to do the rest of my life. I just want to travel and I just want to record myself traveling, doing right, these right. things. I don't want to sit in the house and, and drink Hennessy every day. So what you working on now with the photography? Um, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to grow right now. I'm working on I'm working on getting music uh um um fucking music videos better. Um, what else? Uh, I'm I'm really about to go through like a whole rebrand. Like I don't want to just shoot like rappers and singers and stuff like that. I really want to shoot entrepreneurs. I want to do family family pictures because I done got a lot better with uh shooting families and stuff too. So I'm just I'm just working on that right now. better than me man like when i see that photography and that videography i'm like oh boy it's 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 not that hard like photography i'm gonna be i'm gonna be honest photography was harder for me than than doing video work video work video work is a little tough but it was easy for me because i guess i started out doing video Mm -hmm. photography took me a minute bro like i finally got like real good with photography like probably last month (laughs) (laughs) Like, just to be honest, bro, probably last month, bro. Like, I don't want nobody who I worked with before that to think, like, like I owe them some money back. Nah, I mean, I was all right, but nah, where I'm at right now, like, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like, now I'm past, like, playing with settings and shit. Like, now I'm just working on concepts. Before that, I was kind of trash, bro. I had some (laughs) dull-ass pictures. I had no fucking idea how to edit <laughs> shit, bro. You just made it work, though. Yeah. Like, bro, oh, man, I shouldn't even be saying this, but I'm going to say it. Bro, I just got Lightroom and Photoshop, like, last, like, excuse me, last month, like, beginning of August. Head ass, head ass. <laughs> bro, I was editing, <laughs> I was editing on uh, Preview on, on, on Apple. For real? Yes, bro. But they have, like, this thing now, I don't know if you heard about it, to where, like, it's a subscription for all that for the Adobe. Uh huh. It's ten dollars a month. I oh, just okay, got okay, on it, bro. Okay, yeah, yeah, I literally yeah. just got on it last month. Okay, now. All but right, now yeah. I'm editing my ass off, bro. Going like crazy, bro. I'm going in, bro. My pictures now is crazy, bro. So it's like much more worth. It's worth the. Uh, it's worth the fee. Yeah. Okay. Ten dollars a month for yeah, that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Because you get all of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. That shit fire. But uh, the video one, Adobe Premiere, it's like thirty dollars a month. Okay, yeah, it's like okay. it's simple pictures I can do oh, now. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, bro. And um, I'm getting creative with it too. Like I'll show you. I got a picture. I shot a Damo. These some more pictures I took too. Like that's crazy. And I took these shits just chilling, just bro. Going crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I got some creative shit. I took a Damo. If I showed you the original oh, picture, yeah, that's cause crazy. Yeah, this is his backyard. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, we on this Bombay now, bro. What's your favorite? What's your drink of choice? My drink of choice is tequila now. Tequila, okay. Yeah. My drink of choice is tequila. Mine is Bombay. <laughs> no, we had that. Yeah. Think, babe? Hmm? Think. For real. 
coming. I'm about to say, how long have been going? Hour and a half. Where K at? Where Daddy at? She just texted that. Cause ain't it dark? Yeah, it's gonna be like 9 a.m. Yeah, it's dark. Not even 8.30 or something. Where are you at? Oh. We'll meet you in about 10 minutes. Yeah. I'll go downtown. Meet her downtown. Don't go out? Yeah, uh, her friend. Kay, uh, I, I guess we go out downtown. You got going? You know, I'm trying to get into some mischief. Whatever, party. whatever mischief I, I can. You got somebody uh, coming through and stuff. You know, I got a little mischief. Mine. Right. I can get into whatever though. <laughs> 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 it's up in the air. I'm with everything. Say, man, we going downtown, so whatever. I go. Who is uh Kate? Before we get back on the podcast, who's Kate? Oh, yeah. Oh, she married and shit. Nah. Oh shit! I don't got them. Go downtown. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's a sweet ass. She's oh. sweet ass. She nice. You know, might need a goddamn new girlfriend or something. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Pick coming up. It's a drive. Oh, shit. Oh, I missed that motherfucker. That shit an hour in. Yeah, my shit was. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. We can I go ahead and wrap this shit. Um, Yeah, bro. Before we get out of here, uh, them big ass designer shoes. Why y'all niggas like them shits? <laughs> <laughs> I've been holding this question in since the other night when we was at studio. You know what I'm saying? Bro, why man. y'all like the big ass shoes, bro? Bro, these shits, they cool, bro. Like, bro, no, I they like not, bro. You know, they comfortable. Bro, them, them bitches, them bitches. You remember Shark Tales? <laughs> <laughs> this shit look like the hammerhead shark from Shark bro, Tales, you bro. You wait till we get good and lit off the Bombay to, <laughs> to bring my shits up, bro. I had to, bro. I was like, I'm gonna wait till the end, bro. And I'm gonna ask about that shit, bro. They comfortable, bro. Like, who know, man? They they cool, like, bro. Them cool. them damn European, um, them European fashion guys, bro. They, <laughs> they, got they a- gay as hell, and I think they just they be on that coke so hard, bro. Them niggas be skied up and be like, you know what I would like. I would like some platform shoes and with a want, big back. And I want some black guys to wear them. Yeah. <laughs> and dun da da da. People like me, you know. I, I, I ain't gonna lie, though. I ain't gonna lie. You're not wearing them bad, though. Because most hey, of like the like the rappers and shit, bro, they be looking, looking real crazy, crazy bro. Like, yeah. uh, what's that nigga name? Lil Baby, bro. Lil Baby cannot uh, fucking dress, bro. No, not, no, Dub Baby can't dress, nigga. Neither one of them niggas. Dub Baby can't dress, bro. I don't even think the Baby be trying to dress, though. That nigga just be wearing goddamn, he don't even be wearing shirts. He I rarely a, see that nigga with a shirt on. He just a hood nigga, bro. Yeah. Like, the hood nigga that came with some nobody. money, like, whoop de whoop, this me. The I'm baby, here. the baby is weird, too, bro. Like, he's yeah. just weird. I be seeing that nigga on Instagram live, and like, it's like some days he be like, he be chilling, some days he be rude as fuck to motherfuckers. Yeah, it just depends, bro. I heard he was rude though, bro. Yeah, like, he looked rude. But it's, I mean, that nigga music hard though. Yeah, it is. I ain't gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? Even though he rapped the same way all the time, but that's fine. Oh, I ain't song. tripping on it. I mean, if it worked, it worked for right yeah. now. I hate that. I hate that song he got uh, with Lil Baby though. 
Scarface video. I'm like, this shit so cliche. And right, cheap. right, right. But shouts out to Hot Girl Summer because he got that song with Megan Thee Stallion and that verse on it. I ain't gonna lie, Meg got a lot of hot songs out right, right now. Like she that represent. shit she got with Wale, that shit is hard. Her verse trash on it, but that song is fucking hard, bro. Speaking of Wale, bro, he got that on Chill. Oh yeah, Wale got some shit, bro. Yeah, like man. That's my song, though. Like, I be listening to that. I ain't gonna pole. lie. I like Pole Dancer. I thought Pole Dancer was gonna blow. Oh, yeah. Pole Dancer was cool, too. I thought it was gonna blow, bro. But, but once I heard, like, On Chill and then with Drake and stuff, when he came with no guidance, I was like, oh, yeah, these, like, the. Wale is definitely slept on, bro. He, I mean, I don't know if he slept on. Nah, Wale's supposed to be way bigger. Like, I ain't gonna lie. In, um, in rap music right now, bro, and I know people gonna think I'm biased because Meek Mill's my favorite rapper, but I honestly feel like. It's like it's like Drake, Kendrick and Cole, and Kendrick and Cole isn't in no order. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't I never know which one I'm gonna put on top of who. Mm-hmm. But it's them and then like that's like the top tier. Those three rappers. That's top tier. Maybe that's what you got? Like I And don't then know. second tier, I put Meek right there in second tier, bro. Okay. Like at the top of second tier. I think Wale should be in that second tier, but he's not. That second tier is like Meek and Big Sean and right, like second. I I agree with you with the second, but my first tier is like Future and Drake and I fucking Cole. hate Future. Like that's I think Future is on the same level that Gucci was on last decade. Like that nigga's a hood nigga, a hood nigga star, bro. No, like man. in the hood, them niggas be hot. Like in reality, them niggas don't be as hot as we got oh, them make them man, niggas out to be, bro. He like Future just did a world tour, bro. He just did like a Future, world tour. all right, bro. But we talking about like, bro. You remember when um man R.P. Nipsey Hustle, but when Nip passed and, and and Future uh basically posted that picture like yeah man you know inspirational people like me and Nip. <laughs> <laughs> you agree, bro? You, you get inspired by Future. <laughs> For y'all, all y'all who listen out there, yes I do. Like I I really no. Maybe I just always feel good, or I feel like I'm always in my bag because I, bro, comparing comparing future to Nip, that's kind of like MLK to Ti. Oh, I'm not gonna compare them to no damn (laughs) Nip. Like like, they two totally different people, but at the same time, bro, how many kids future got? It's only about (laughs) ten. But I ain't got nothing to do with his. Hey, that nigga be boy. Long as he dropped that, long as he dropped that heat when that music come out, I am good. Like long, like I'm bro, the funniest thing car. I ever seen Future say or do, bro, was when that nigga was um, what the fuck? I think he was on Instagram live, and that nigga was like, "I'm saying though, you rather you rather cry in this in this Maybach, or you want to cry in that in that uh, Nissan Altima?" I mean. What? <laughs> I mean what? Like what's up, bro? He's so just fucking the, ignorant. Just bro. today, bro, he had a video and she was like, he was like, she belongs to the streets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
shit. I was like, well, shit. I mean, I guess she belongs to the And this street. supposed to be one of your top tier rappers. Bro, Get the fuck top, out of here. Man, Future is this like top. Ass, Future bro. is top three. Bro. As any, I'm always I don't get future. nothing from Future, bro. Bro, I'll be in that bitch, bro. Bro, that's just like, I made a status on uh, Facebook a couple days ago, and I was like, man, I ain't gonna lie. Young Thug music be rhyme, but that nigga don't be talking about he shit. He don't, but Future do, though, bro. Fuck no! Don't none of them niggas be talking about shit, bro. Bro, you ain't. I mean, I don't expect them to be Nas. I don't expect them to be no J Cole. But at the same time, that nigga be. Bro, like, I got an unpopular heart. opinion about Nas. What's up? Nas, his first album was of course a classic, but after that, Nas music. I'm talking about just the music, like sonically, his music is trash, bro. Nah, bro, he got ether, bro. That's different, dog. Nah, dog. Like, I'm talking about the whole overall album. music, bro. Like, his lyrics, of course, is fire. Yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, like, bro, you kind of, like, you got to be in the mood for Nas. Like, it's like, bro, do you wake up every day and feel like reading an encyclopedia? And that's exactly how I feel. Like, I I like J. Cole. Like, he cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I respect the whole dream, build music, all that. I like where they going with their stuff. J. Cole, J. Cole knows how to make music, though. But the thing that J. Cole does that, that bothers me, kind of, is, like, Sometimes I feel like he's kind of trying to reach when he doesn't have to. Try to be like too political and too. Nah, nah, nah. Like he tries to like fit in and show niggas like, yeah, I just want to show niggas that that I can do this new shit too. And I don't like that. Like especially when he first came out, mm-hmm. when 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 uh he came out with that song uh workout, I was like, bro, this got to be the lamest shit I ever heard. But it's yeah. catchy though. Don't get me wrong, it I was is. playing it, but I just was like, that shit ain't him, bro. Right. I mean, it's just something yeah. that he had to throw for the mainstream audience. But at mm-hmm. the same time, it's like I more feel like days. He, though, bro. he does a lot. But more days out of none, I feel like I want to bounce more than I want to just sit down and analyze the lyrics of music that comes through my streams. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, All right, bro. So uh, how about this? I seen, I seen that Tip was coming out with an album called Expeditiously or some shit. And somebody shared it and was like, man, unpopular opinion, Tip, Jeezy, and Gucci needs to hang it up. How you feel about that? Well, Jeezy just hung it up. Like, he dropped the He said up. he was, but I don't believe it. Did you, uh, did you hear uh, TM104? Yeah, I liked it. I think it was all right. I know what he was going for sonically. He, uh, he had like a throwback theme to it, mm-hmm. but ain't nobody want to hear that shit like in 2019. So what kind of Jeezy would we want to hear, though? I mean, I liked um, Jeezy. I think Jeezy's last three albums in a row been trash. I know the something God of the Street or some shit. That shit was definitely trash. Mm-hmm. Um, give me a second. I can look it up. I'll tell you the last Jeezy album I liked. Let me go ahead and put my shoes on since we had to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> Which one was it? Uh, what was the name of that trash ass album? Oh, Church in These Streets. That shit was trash, my nigga. Um, Trapper Die Three, that shit wasn't bad. Nah, that that shit was good. Trapper Die Three was good. I like that. Um, the last one I loved though was Seen It All. That was a good. That album album was fire as fuck. That was a good album. I love Seen It All. But I I like One Hundred Four though, just for the fact that I mean he he had you know it was a throwback vibe. I about to say he got his own sound, but it didn't seem as outdated. I think the reason why people conceive his last couple albums trash. It's because it sounds so outdated. It's like, damn, bro, you still like Shorty Red. See, I don't, I don't think it was uh, outdated as I think like he went for that theme. Like he wanted it to sound like Thug Motivation. One on one. Yeah, like that's what he went for. Right. One on one is a classic though. Oh, forever. 
so what about Tip and uh Tip and Gucci? Tip last album was good too though. Hmm, I don't even remember Tip last album. Tip last album was Dime Trap. I don't even think I listened to it straight through. So that tells you fire. that tells you where I, what I think about it. <laughs> Cause I don't even I can't even tell you two songs off that album. I mean, I'm not discrediting his body of work. Yeah. I just you know you Yeah, it was Dime Trap. You got you got your uh you got your people. Um Gucci. Gucci last album. Gucci done came out with a hundred albums. Right. And but his last six. album what was his last album? I know he got that song on his last album with Meek. That shit was hard as fuck, though. I mean, he made Maybe good, I'm biased, though, because I'm a Meek fan. But he got good songs. You know, Gucci still do, but it's like, end of the day, bro, what that you what you going song. to listen to? You going to listen to Traptacular. You going to listen to all his old mishate with drama, you know, with yeah. Scream. You finna, like, play that shit. So you think them niggas can hang it up? If they do, even if they hung it up and then went back and tore off their old songs, we still... We go, I would buy a ticket. Like I'm like, okay, that's crazy. Like if 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 Gucci, Jeezy, and then Gucci, if Gucci, Jeezy, and Tip had like a tour of some sort and just strictly played their old music and performed that bitch live, I buy a ticket. I would too. Right. So it's like they can that, chill with the new shit though and leave that shit to the new. Yeah, they, they're at the. I mean, they like got their Earth, Wind, and Fire and shit. They just can perform their old music. <laughs> and tore that bitch a hundred times and tore it a hundred times and then we still gonna go each time they come to the city. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I mean eat like I feel like how we just talked about you wanna find a job that makes you feel like you can create and do stuff all the time. But yeah, even that's if they what they at right now. That's it, that's the point they're at. Because you ain't gotta like it, like right. But well, it, I ain't gonna lie, not too many people liking it because Gucci last album sold like twenty thousand copies the first week. So And he on Bow Wow status? Damn. But Bow Wow got them hits, though. I said that on somebody's podcast a couple days ago. He just put it out while we was recording this one, too. But uh, I said, basically, I was I was talking about like people that I like looked up to growing up. I think I said like Mike Tyson, Vic, and Allen Iverson. The last one I said, I was like, and a lot of niggas don't like to admit this, but we all wanted to be like Bow Wow when we was young. What? Niggas do not like admitting bro, that shit, Bow Wow bro. had them hits, bro. But you got to think about it, though, bro. When we was 9 and 10, this nigga Bow Wow was 16, bro. Of course we wanted to be right, like this right, nigga. Right, he was right. 16. Yeah, he was on Scream Tour. Mm-hmm. He was like headliner on Scream Tour. So, you know, he you, was. See, you see all your little girls going to the Scream Tour. Yeah, you want to be like You want to be like that. So... Man, but see, I know, I know, I was trash though, cause I like I grew the Bow Wow braids and everything. Oh, you went, bro. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you a funny story. Uh, you know, his first single was uh, "Bounce with Me," <laughs> bro. That nigga, that nigga had the uh, had the Fubu vest. I had the same Fubu vest. I remember the first time I seen that shit. I said, "Oh, I got that Fubu vest too." <laughs> <laughs> Hey, shit, Russell got them. Yeah, that folks. shit lame. I ain't even gonna sit here and uh, lie. Yeah, you know when Birdman started goddamn promoting loves and shit, bro? <laughs> nah, I ain't fuck with no loves. Right? That's some dark denim loves boots, boy. I'm, I'm gonna be honest, though. The only ugly shoes I ever wore growing up was Fat Farms. I had N ones too. I ain't never fuck with N ones right, They were platinum. Ugh. <laughs> 
That's they nasty. Were they were platinum. Oh, I had some. Over. I had some bands in sixth grade too. I had the that's, skateboarding that's, bands. Oh yeah, that's those. Are My cool. mom's husband made me wear them because he was like, I thought I was cool and shit. He was like, you always want to wear these expensive shoes. Thank you, you cool. You gonna wear these damn shoes, well, bro? Them shits didn't even fit though, bro. I hate vans. That's why I don't wear vans to this day. You don't like vans, bro? That nigga made me wear some damn vans, so now I hate <laughs> them shits. Like, bro, I didn't want to wear them fucking vans. I always wore chucks. I wore chucks every day, oh, okay, bro. Okay, okay, okay. Bro, I had some chucks. They used to make my foot look long. You know, I try to put, like, two shoestrings and stuff in them. Like, See, I don't cool. tie my shoes, so I just be looking like, you know, cartoon characters, how they just, their feet just be flopping around. <laughs> That's, That's how, how I wear my shoes. <laughs> don't you want the size down in chucks and stuff, right? Uh, I think it's up. Oh, oh no, nah, it is down. It's down. Yeah, I wear 11. Yeah. I wear 10s and chucks. Right, man. Yeah, I was wearing, right. like, a 10. In like early high school, where I got like a my same size, where my jumps was like crunched in. Lasiennagas, boy. You got some. <laughs> <laughs> had the Lasiennagas. I was like, oh man, people was clowning. You had me. some uh, <laughs> you had some had uh, Ronald top, McDonald's right? Shoes. The low, they were low top too. I was like, oh, and they were yellow. Damn, like, that nigga said, I'm getting these trucks off, bro. Yeah, I, don't give I was a fuck. like, man, I, I want these, and I got them, and then I got clown. I ain't wear them since. So I ain't never buy a pair of chucks since then. Yeah, I'm still rocking the chucks. I ain't gonna lie. I only pull them out of here at Blue Moon, but this winter I'm about to go in with them. Uh, bro, before we got out of here, I know I said this. Uh, I said we're getting out of here earlier, but this is the last topic for real. Oh, yeah. Did you hear Dave Chappelle shit? Yep. What you think? Loved it. I think it's what comedy needed. Bro, I made I made a YouTube video. Um, I made a YouTube video about about the Dave Chappelle special the other day. I wanted to put it out yesterday, but my computer was acting funny, but I'm definitely putting it out tomorrow. So the people, by the time the people hear this, they're going to have uh, seen the video. But I was outraged from the Dave Chappelle video. Really? Why? Because, man, I just think he's an asshole and he bashes the gay community too much, man. But that's what he always did, though. Even when he had Chappelle show, he did Bro, he's rude, bro. When he had Chappelle show, he did the same thing, though. Yeah, he was rude then, bro. I think we need to ban that nigga. No. I'm bullshitting. <laughs> hey, it's funny because in the video, I start the video out like, and I I look dead serious. Like I wore shades on purpose in the video. The only thing I'm talking about is because I'm putting it out tomorrow. But I had shades on in the video, and I was like, bro, if you when you watch that, you gonna be like, oh, this nigga dead ass. Like I was like, bro, I'm outraged. We need to ban this nigga. Then at the end, I'd be like, well, I don't know though. Then I just switch it up and I start going about how fire that shit is. That shit was fire, bro. Yeah, like, I'm gonna send you the link to that video when I put it out tomorrow. Yeah, let me know. Like, yeah, that, that shit, shit was, was fire. fire though, dog. And then like, like I said in the video, my favorite part was when he was talking about the abortion shit, bro. Bro, I fucking oh, screamed yeah. laughing, bro. I almost ran, got them through the wall in the crib laughing so goddamn hard, bro. He had people on his side just ready, boy. And, bro, I don't know if you noticed, but some things he was saying uh, in that special, people was like, like it was like one or two people like booing, bro. Did you hear that yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was crazy. Like, the abortion right. thing, when he said it, like, he was like, he was like, I know my, well, he didn't say that, but he basically meant like, I know my opinion don't matter, but I'm against abortion. Unless it's me. Depends who I get pregnant. <laughs> when that nigga said that shit, I was boy. like, I was howling. Hey, th- the biggest reason why, because, uh, okay, I lived a long life. I'm 29. Um, It's funny how a lot of women I dealt with in my life said they were against abortions until they ass got pregnant. But I'm going to leave that there. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to leave that there, man. You know, so we have myself, Percy, and we have Slim. You know, we have the No Direction Podcast. We're going crazy. You know, we got our sponsor. Bombay and everything, you know. And Popeye's. And Popeye's chicken. We just don't have the chicken sandwiches, <laughs> you know, but y'all know we we kind of sponsored. 
No Direction podcast coming soon, man. Y'all going to really enjoy this one. I've been uh, waiting to have another podcast where I can just talk about, you know, popular topics and stuff and just leave my podcast for, you know, this uh, crazy shit I like to talk about. But it's another episode of Sit Down with Slim with a special guest, P-Wood, man. And we out. Yes, sir.